ride When the amplifiers are cooled down The guitar's put away I put that pick in the hammer lane And this is what I'll say Well that road Welcome to that one show with Brian Combs. I have a couple members of Lady Rebel with me today to talk about their newest album, their debut full-length album. I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves and uh, tell us a little bit about the band, and then we'll get into talking about the new album and anything else that may come up. How are you all today? Good. Doing well. Thanks, Brian, for having us, for talking to us today. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. So go ahead uh, and introduce yourself uh, real okay. quick. Uh, maybe tell, you know, what, what you do as far as the band goes, uh, whether it's vocals and instruments you may play, and then mm -hmm. we'll go from there. Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is JC, and I, in the band Lady Revel, I play guitar and vocals, and then primarily i write our songs as well but yeah we're from des moines iowa it's where we're based out of um and then we have chase here i'll let him introduce himself mm, i'm no stranger to that one show i think this on... is your fourth appearance yeah i was thinking third or fourth um oh. yeah I'm chase chase abner i play bass in lady revel jc also plays keys as of Friday, right? I mean, yeah, it's first timer on the keys there. Yeah, <laughs> she crushed it. She crushed yeah. it. Only, only one little fumble, but it's good. Just one, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, the new album's called Mood Music, and we'll get into it more in depth in a second. JC, if you don't mind, for people that may be listening to this show that is hearing of Lady Rebel for the first time, mm -hmm. give us like a quick. 30 second history. I know y'all have put out a few singles and I think an EP sure. last year, but this yeah. is your first full length album. So catch us up to that, to that. And then uh, we'll dive into the album itself, making of a couple of the songs on it and whatever else comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So Lady Revel started out um, as actually kind of an R&B soul project that me and Sarah Wagha, our lead vocalist, started in like 2017 just kind of for fun just making some songs and then we took a little bit of break uh during the pandemic and wanted to revisit the band um but realized the kind of music we wanted to make had changed quite a bit and um went kind of a different direction with it's just far as genre and style at that time and so um, yeah, over the last year, we've put out some some music and sort of it took us a while to find, I think, the kind of music we want to be playing, which is at this point, it's indie rock, indie pop. Um, but but yeah, me and Sarah, uh, we kind of started the band and then over the last year have found um, Chase Abner, Cam Schneider, he's our drummer, and then Lucas Menke, um, another electric guitar player. But yeah, we've we've been playing around Des Moines quite a bit here and um, 
just had our album release show Friday, which was awesome. But yeah, I feel like at this point with the full length album coming out, I feel like we have a good idea of, um, I don't know, just, just, just who we are as a band and the direction we're going. And it took us a while to kind of find that, I think, but yeah, that was longer than 30 seconds, but. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, um, one last question before we get into the album itself. I really like the, I'm a sucker for a good band name. Mm. And I want to know if there was a story behind Lady mm. Rebel because I'm, you know, reveling is, you know, dancing, playing music, drinking. Right. That's yeah. sort of thing. Right. <laughs> so was there a, uh, was there a story behind that or did it just sound cool to you all? Well, I wanted to go with, which I actually think it's a Kings of Leon song, Revelry. Mm -hmm. I wanted that to be the name. But gotcha. Sarah, Sarah had a hard time. She said she couldn't really say it. It's kind of hard to say. Revelry. And she wanted to call our project the Big Ladies Club, which I vetoed. <laughs> but we just sort of um, put those two ideas together. Lady Revel. We shortened Revelry. And uh, yeah, because I think it's it's like a kind of like a female empowerment sort of vibe to it which is what we're about but that's the story there awesome so let's dive into the album the album is called mood music uh as of this recording it's been out i think like four days uh over the weekend i listened to it several times i listened to it again just literally about an hour ago on my, oh. uh, on my break really enjoy it Let's talk about the process of recording it. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you all probably recorded it there locally in, in Des Moines or mm -hmm. the vicinity, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. So did you go in knowing you wanted to do a full-length album this time and not an EP? Yeah, we sure did. We went in with a very clear plan. Um, we had it all pretty mapped out from the beginning, which was really awesome. Um and we recorded at Carousel Studios. It's a studio here in Des Moines my friend Alex owns, and he's an engineer there, um, which working with him was really great, too. Um, but, yeah, anything you'd want to add there, Chase? Uh, yeah, so um, just a little history of, of me and the band. Um, I, I was a fan of Lady Rebel back when they first started out releasing singles and stuff several years ago but even before that i was a fan of jc and sarah uh just who they are as human beings and um so jc and i become friends and played at least one show together with separate bands and you know i i've just been a yeah a fan and a supporter of jc's musical endeavors and so um i'd actually gotten to hear a lot of the songs that would end up on mood music before I was even in the band, which I joined basically last fall was just going to play the EP release show with them, but was having too much fun to just stop then. So uh, mm -hmm. it's just, dude, it's just so much fun. Like I'm so, if you would have told me, Brian, you know, when we were in high school and uh, I was picking up the bass guitar that, at, at 42, I would be playing in an indie pop band in Des Moines, Iowa. I would have thought, <laughs> right. I would have thought, I would have thought you were smoking uh, 
some powerful substances, uh, very powerful substances. So anyway, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm so jacked to be a part of this and just, you know, love what's going on. So yeah, yeah. JC is like unique in so many ways, but she's can play, play freaking every instrument. Um, and she writes really incredible songs. And so, uh, coming into this, she had like some really like formed songs, but I don't know, JC, talk about how you like had shifted a little bit in your approach from like mm -hmm. how you did music in the past and the yeah. writing. Yeah, I usually, when I've recorded, like demoed out everything exactly how I want it. And this time around, I don't know, I feel like I've, I'm trying to grow as a musician, as a writer. And I think part of that is learning how to collaborate with the right people. And so we fleshed out a lot of these songs just with the band, just playing them. And by playing them live more and more, they just kind of turned into, I think, what they needed to turn into, which was different for me, but really, really fun. I think kind of annoying at times, right? Because you have to let go of some of that control. But Yeah, and I think the thing is with JC, Brian, it's like because she's a good musician and can play pretty much everything that's in our band, she knows where she wants to go to the song to go thematically and how she wants it to feel. And she knows exactly what she would play to get it there, you know, most of the time. So I think what we found on mood music is that as each instrumentalist, vocalist, or whatever, like got to own, you know, their own approach to it. And, and I just saw JC like letting go of some of that. And I think what we walked away with is something that's, you know, it's hard to say it would have been better or, or, you know, if it would have been better if JC had written all the parts herself, you know, they would have still been incredible. But I think our band just like feels it and is into it mm -hmm. so much more because of the way that um, she led us to approach it this time. Um, one thing that I appreciated that you all did, especially in the age of, you know, people wanting as much as they can possibly get, as quickly as possible. I mean, you've got some artists that will have an album come out and they've released, you know, seven out of 10 songs as singles, leading up to <laughs> it, which mm -hmm. I don't mind. I, I prefer like maybe two, which is exactly how many singles I think you all released leading up to the album over the past several weeks. Uh, so I wanted to compliment that, that you just didn't spoil the entire thing basically by just releasing a new single every, every Friday. And I am not a musician, never have pretended to be, so I've never made an album, but I've made a million mixtapes and CDs. I'm aging myself there and, I, and picking those songs. And then the thing that I sweated over the most in making a mixtape is the sequence of mm. the songs hmm. and how mm -hmm. they will flow into one another. So was that something that you all sweated over at all after you had the, the tracks laid down and recorded? Um, hmm. Like, what order are we going to put these in? How do we think they will work best hmm. in uh, succession to each other uh, from opening track to closing track? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I I don't know that we... It, it, I think it happened pretty organically. Uh, me and Sarah decided that together, and, you know, we got a, some big pieces of paper and just kind of figured it out. But I think what helped us what helped that come so naturally is playing the songs live for the most part, or a lot of them live. It just, you get a feel of what transitions well 
from one thing to the next. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Any thoughts, Chase, there? No, zero thoughts. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I, I think it just, just energy-wise and, like, took into consideration uh, just the feel and, like, try to have a good flow to it, you know? So I mentioned a couple of the singles. Uh, I think it was the first single, uh, Jeanette. That's right. Uh, what was what kind of decision making went in to releasing that as the lead single? Uh, hmm. What I don't know. It just it just it just was. There almost wasn't a question about it. I think we just knew it was the song. Um, and playing it live, like people just, that's the song they remembered. Um, I don't, I don't know. It just, so it just you, was. <laughs> so you mentioned playing live. So I'm, I'm assuming that over the the past year, a lot of these songs ended up on the album. You kind of played live, workshopped yeah. them a little bit. Yep. Gauged the audience's reaction. Okay. This Definitely. Worked, like maybe this doesn't. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, my favorite song on the album was also a single, which is the title track, Mood Music. Awesome, yeah. And, uh, you know, Chase and I go way back, and I was very pleased uh, when I first heard that song to hear his bass line. Oh, I he's know. He's made me so happy that, because that, I know that, you know, he's played bass basically for the, for the last, you know, 24, 25, six years. Mm -hmm. And to hear him on not just an album, but a really good album. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's out there forever mm -hmm. for people to enjoy. It made me very happy. Mm -hmm. That baseline, I was thinking about that today, Chase. That baseline makes that song. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Thanks. Yeah, no, it felt good. When I wrote it, I was like, oh, I'm really feeling this, and I really hope the rest of the band likes oh, yeah. it when I bring it into the room. And then, yeah, JC gave me a, a couple notes and ideas, so it wasn't it wasn't totally my creation. Like she gave me some good feedback, and you know, shout out to Alex getting mm. getting the getting the sound dialed into what it is. So, for sure, yeah. Thank, thanks, Brian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you've mentioned uh, just a little while ago that the sound of the band and your personal sound has evolved a bit over the years since you all mm -hmm. started. Mm -hmm. Can you give me maybe one or two artists that you feel either directly or indirectly have influenced Lady Revel's sound? i got a couple in mind, but I don't want to put words into your mouth. I'm just interested in the, like, say that I was recommending them, make, recommending you all for the first time, and like, hey, if you're a fan of X band or X artist, I think you'll really enjoy Lady Revel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this question's so hard for me because there's so – I have – I just – there's so many, but for the, for the way you just asked it, um, I feel like a band that really influenced this album for me was the greeting committee. Okay. Have you heard of, have you, are you familiar with them? Just a little, I've heard, I've heard a couple songs, but I've never really sat down and, you know, done a deep dive into any of their work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're like an indie rock band from I think Kansas city, but that for me was the biggest influence on this record but just as a songwriter my influences are all across the board um like outside of the genre but i i don't know i'm always interested to see what people 
what they hear when they hear this album. Okay. I'll give you my two. And I and I mean this as a as as a high compliment. Okay. One is uh Lake Street Dive. Oh, totally. Yeah. And the other, especially vocally, is Taylor Swift, especially mm. uh her last four or five albums, not necessarily maybe her early, early work, but mm-hmm. her especially her middle what she calls them errors or whatever, you know, the last four or five albums she's put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're not the first person to say the the T Swift. Uh, so thank you. I mean, that's I feel uh, that is a compliment. What would you say, Chase? Oh, <laughs> I, Chase, you know I'm like you and Brian. You know this. I listen to all sorts of stuff. I'm inspired yeah. by you know things from like classic country. Tom T. Hall, stuff like that, to uh, the really, really modern stuff, even the the two artists that Brian just mentioned. Um, honestly, like, I took a lot of notes from Miley Cyrus's last album on, on my bass parts. Yeah. Just being real, you know. JC made us a playlist, Brian, just kind of inspirational songs um, for the band to listen to as we were working on writing, and, and uh, there was definitely some Miley on there, and I felt it and, like, tried to pull uh some of the notes i have no idea who's playing bass on that but uh mm-hmm. but i really dug it and uh yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, the, go ahead oh there's a band um for me that influenced it just kind of some of the west coast feel of some of the songs the band um it's either always or always yes two v's that was a big influence for me that band just some of that kind of west the beachy kind of vibe mm. retro retro beachy stuff yeah. i really love that stuff yeah but anyways i do Definitely, have to mention uh, the harmonies uh not just on this album but even your ep and a couple singles you all put out over the last few years mm-hmm. really stand out yeah. uh and i mean it's almost to the level of a blood harmony uh which for those not familiar, means you're literally, you know, related. But I'm assuming you mm-hmm. you're not, right? Correct. Correct. But you y'all's voice voices complement each other so well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're we're spiritually related. You there know? you go. Yeah. <laughs> so let's take a real quick break, and we'll come back in and talk about a couple more songs and a few other things before uh, before we're done today. Okay. Sounds good. Let me talk to you a minute about my good friend, John Thompson, specifically his law office located in Grayson, Kentucky. John has years of experience in all sorts of legal issues and matters, especially divorces, criminal defense, personal injury, and property situations. If you are a resident of Kentucky and you have a legal need in any of those, or any other legal need for that matter, uh, trust me when I tell you, John will get the job done. Give him a call at area code 606-475-3174. And I will tell you this has been a paid advertisement, but I have been recommending John and his legal expertise to people for years. So it's about damn time I got paid for doing it. Once again, if you need help with any legal matter, call John Thompson at 606 
Okay, we're back. So uh, we talked a little bit earlier today, and Chase, you mentioned a, a song on the album that you all got or been getting a lot of good feedback from listeners. Can you uh, mention that song real quick for us? And JC, you maybe talk about the song itself, how it came to be, how it got on the album or whatever you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The song Why, uh, mm-hmm. which was the third single uh, we released before the album dropped recently. Um, yeah, man, people have responded really well to that one. It's great writing and it's probably peak Sarah in terms of like, just really suits her voice mm-hmm. well so mm-hmm. say more jc yeah i totally agree it i mean well i wrote that probably a year ago today and it was almost i mean it just kind of was a song i was writing just to process some some old heartbreak you guys know mm. uh, <laughs> but um I really, it was almost like a throwaway song to me. I was like, oh, I really like this hook, but I don't know. I just wasn't, wasn't sure about it. And I showed it to Sarah when we were kind of compiling songs for this new record. And she was like, oh no, that's so good. We have to use that. And I think I didn't like it that much because it was hard for me to sing. Because my, my vocal register is like more... I'm not, I don't jump from low to high. Like Sarah is a lot more dynamic as far as that goes. And so when she sang it, um, it just, the hook just sounded so good in her voice, just kind of with more, she has a lot of power to her voice and just kind of from there unfolded, we found a really good key for the song for her and yeah, demoed it out. And yeah, it's a great song. Let me uh, ask you, about you know playing a live show mm-hmm. it must like especially if you're playing a song that it's not been recorded yet we mentioned you know just a few minutes ago about how you played a lot of these songs you know over the last year or so and obviously they've never been recorded and released so people more than likely are not are not familiar with them but seeing an audience as a collective to really tune into a song especially one that you're thinking about putting on the album and this from the stage, knowing that they enjoyed it, knowing that it worked, that has to be a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. I think, too, Sarah and I have played a lot of gigs, just me and her acoustic guitar or whatever. And I think that's a really good way to get a good feel for the song, just doing it that way. I don't know. There's something it's just more intimate, I guess, that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about concerts. Okay. Hey, I know you all have one coming up at Woolies, which is a pretty well-known venue in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed that when I was researching today, a lot of my favorite acts have come through there and played over the years. So that's a pretty cool stage to play. Will this be the first time you all have played on that stage? or No, we played, uh, we played there April? Right? Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the Be Well uh, showcase thing. Sometime this spring, yeah. So Second time. JC, mm. what is 
you know, other than Woolies, one of your favorite venues that you performed at, whether it be just the venue itself or how attentive the crowd usually is there and how into the music they are. Can hmm. you just give me one real quick? You know, you know, one of my favorite shows we played, and this was just me and Sarah, but it was at the M Shop, uh, which is in Ames at Iowa State. Yes. Uh, when I visited Chase a couple years ago, he took me by there. Uh, it's like, it's, I think it's the maintenance. It was literally a maintenance shop at one time, if my yeah. memory serves me correct. And they converted it into an intimate music venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was probably one of my favorite shows we did. But um, but yeah, Des Moines is an interesting city. I think it's there's only a handful of venues, and I mean there's there's some some bar venues and stuff like that. But um, uh, Chase took me to a pizza place there that was probably the best pizza I've ever had. Oh, what was that? Is it Fangs? Oh, Fangs. <laughs> Well, I'm from Kentucky. I mean, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> but uh, it was really good. It, he he uh, we got a, a crab rangoon pizza that mm. was just really unique, and I really enjoyed it. But I thought the Moines itself was a really cool, you know, city, mm-hmm. and Ames too. Yeah. Uh, probably the only thing that I would object to if I ever lived there would be the winters. Oh, <laughs> Chase! Oh my God! He'll send me like seven day forecast sometimes in january and like the high for the week is like negative three degrees <laughs> it's like, man. uh you you could get used to it brian you're you're a rugged mountain man you can you can handle that i'd, I'd have to drink a lot of a lot of whiskey and a lot of bourbon man <laughs> try to keep warm yeah. during that winter well i'd let you um yeah, you you should come out and watch us play sometime, Brian. And I'll buy you all the Fangs pizza you can eat. And, fangs, uh, yeah, fang, I'll buy you all the Fangs pizza you can fangs. eat. <laughs> um, back to live shows, JC. Like, yes, say a big time booking agent signed you all today and say, hey, I can book you to one venue anywhere. What where would you want to play? What's like your number one bucket place to play that you've never got to play before? It could be anywhere in the world. Whoa. Slow down. Slow down, Brian. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. That's that's too hard. I I I know here's what I this isn't really answering your question, but I was thinking about this actually yesterday that if if we make another album and have another album release show one day i would want that album release show to be maybe at woolies right just thinking like what's maybe the next looking ahead like if our band grows and you know that that's a what times four capacity venue something Mm -hmm. like that right like that's kind of where I am dreaming, but um, I don't know, Chase. You, you, why don't, if, why don't you dream for us a little more than that? <laughs> uh, so it's not a big venue, but it's probably the coolest venue I've ever been to is uh, Codfish Hollow Barnstormers Ooh. out in, in Makokata. Yeah. Uh, so Brian, I know I've talked to you about it. You've probably seen stuff about it. But for your listeners, there's this venue in Makokata, Iowa. It's in the eastern part of the state. And it's uh it's in a barn just out mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. You park in, in a in a pasture and they take you by a hay rack ride out to the barn and you get very little cell service and there's not any lights of a city. It's just like 
just good music in a barn. I've only been there once, but I saw uh, hmm. Dawes. I saw Dawes hmm. play there a few years ago, and it's just really intimate. And I don't know, it's just it's just a really special place. So I think it would hmm. be fun to play in a venue like that someday. That'd be really fun. I saw uh, Lucero and John Moreland play there, and it was oh my a great night. I yeah. love Moreland. Yes. Oh, he's so good. Yes, that would have been really cool. Yeah. Let me go back to songwriting. Jason, when you're writing a song, do you tend, uh, do the lyrics tend to come to you first or the music? Lyrics, for sure. Okay. I'm always interested in that when I'm talking to an artist. Uh, yeah. And it's usually splits about 50-50 from the ones hmm. I've asked that question to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, lyrics. I have this note in my phone that just goes for days. Just <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's cool, though, in this day and age that you've got something that you can jot down the lyrics really quick in the palm of your hand. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to, like, seek out pen and paper like the old, the olden days. Right, right. Songwriting's strange, let me tell you. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you've got, like, garage band on your phone, you've pretty much got to record. You can lay down a demo wherever. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So... I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about my one of my longest and best friends, Chase. Mm. Uh, obviously, I'm partial to him. Uh, you all mentioned earlier that he played like a one-off with you that was intended to be just like, you know, a one-time thing, and he ended up being on this album. Mm. Uh, what led you all – as decision makers for the band to say, hey, Chase, come into the studio with us and, and lay these songs down for a, for our first full-length de uh, debut album. Well, Y'all made a great choice, if I if I have to say so. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I'm trying to even remember. I don't know. It just... I, I know he was, like... He was busy. Chase is in a couple other bands right he's like 18 busy. i think right i know he was busy and so it was just like okay i can commit to this um but we we both just wanted more we both wanted more mm. um and i think too just with the band where it's at one of the most rewarding parts about it is just the friendships i think and i've come to really value that a lot more than I used to, you know? Um, but I think that's such an important part of playing music with the right people, you know? Um, and it just feels, feels good, but I don't know. Chase. Yeah. I think, you know, my reluctance at first was in part, yeah, because I'm in other bands and I'm pretty busy and I felt like I'd committed to them first and didn't want to say, didn't want to quit any of them, you know, to add something else. Um, but also it was just a little imposter syndrome. Um, I'm a little bit, just just a little bit older than the other members of the band. And honestly, the, their music, uh, at least, you know, the, the 2022 EP and before, like it's music that's a little bit out of my wheelhouse in terms of what I've played, you know, when it was more the R&B, neo-soul kind of vibe. Um, so that was even playing like the EP release show in December, I, like I had to learn some stuff and I had to like grow my chops and think about the bass and where it sits in a song a little bit differently. Um, so I was a little intimidated, uh, to do it. Didn't know if I would fit musically or 
otherwise. But, uh, but yeah, I think just through that process and just, I mean, really enjoying my friendships with Sarah and JC and then, you know, that's grown and continued as I've gotten to know Cam and Lucas through this year. So I don't know, man, I was, uh, I was scared to do it, but once I got in the mix, like I didn't want to leave, you know, just really enjoy myself and proud of the music we're making. Hmm. All right. We got a couple minutes left. Uh, before I let you go, I want to make sure that I give you an opportunity to let our listeners know how they can find you all, whether it be on social media or a website. Um, so go ahead and, and speak to that real quick, JC. Yeah, please. We'd love, um, if you're listening, like what you hear, would um, love for you to give us a follow on Instagram. I think it's at lady underscore revel. Um, we're on Facebook. We do have a TikTok, which that's a whole <laughs> other thing I'm trying to figure out. But yeah, you can stream our, our new album, I think almost anywhere that music is available um of course spotify apple music um amazon music all those all those things um but yeah i think that's that's it with that yeah i'll, I'll uh, make sure i'll put a link uh, cool. to would you prefer facebook or instagram or does it matter oh, it doesn't I, matter. okay Wait, i'll put up instagram yeah. right maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be sure to put a link to that in the show notes. And uh, the name of the album is Mood Music. We've been talking to a couple members, JC and Chase, for the Iowa-based band Lady Rebel. And uh, my favorite song that I mentioned earlier on the album is the title track. So, JC, I'm going to play a bit of that to close this episode. And I would like for you to introduce because I'm sure that I have some listeners out there that this may be the first time they've actually heard a Lady Rebel song. And um, I don't think it'll be the last because I think this song is very good and they'll want to go ahead and jump on Spotify or Apple or wherever they get your music and listen to the entire album. But go ahead and introduce the title track for us, if you don't mind. Yeah, you bet. Um, so, yeah, this song is called Mood Music, and it's got me and Sarah both on lead vocals on this one um chase shredding on the bass and so we hope you really enjoy it all right here's mood music and thanks again to my guest chase and jc from the band lady revel thank you all for coming on the show today thanks, thanks brian us. love love you man love you brother